Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. All right, so looking forward to this one here, guys. It's going to be a little bit difficult. I'm just going to go ahead and lay this out here. The Brewers, Brewers uh, game four is on the television as I'm, I'm sitting here on the uh, sofa. And I'm going to try and talk as much basketball as possible, but it, it could get it could go sideways uh, at a moment's notice. Can, can I just jump in here? I wanted to just make sure. Yeah, jump in, I've, Ed. Go ahead, pop in. I there, observed buddy. before, um, but I'll state it again. If you guys just watch the pitcher Hill right now, he just looks like he's so bothered just to even have to be out there. He just really looks like he's really annoyed just in general. And uh, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I think it's safe to say that Rich Hill qualifies as one of those crafty veterans that has been around for a while. He's a lefty to boot. I mean, it's one of those uh, stereotypes, lefty, lefty uh, nibbler. Is he kind of like the old pitcher from Major League that had like the Crisco and the hot sauce on his on his shoulder and everything? I don't think he quite. No, I don't think that quite. No, that's that's going a little bit too, too far. far. That I think you've got to be like north of forty to to fit that to fit that stereotype. I think he still fits like the middle age, not middle age, but you know mid mid thirties. I, I don't know if Major League had such a pitcher. I think he's thirty eight. You know, maybe, maybe oh, that's a double. That's gonna score a run. Wait, who's on? Wait, who's on? Okay, who is that? Oh, yeah. He's scoring. Yep, you're ahead of me. Oh, He's man. scoring. That's a win. Yeah, I'm delayed, too. All right. One, one, sorry, yeah. Oh, dude, big pinch hit double from Santana. That was Arcia who scored. All right, I'll stop talking baseball here. No, that's exciting. Um, that's good stuff. That's exciting news. Breaking news. It is exciting news. Tie game in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, God is good. I want to sort of highlight what we might be talking about tonight. I've got some... Some discussion about uh, Gordon Gordon Hayward coming up, maybe a little Tom Izzo, um, but but for now we're going to talk a little baseball. I think who I, I want to go back to Major League for a second, um, Ed. What what other? So I know I know like who's your favorite character in that movie? Oh man, besides Bob Uecker. I mean I know Bob Uecker is number one, but like number two. Um, gosh, that's a tough one. I like the manager. I think I think he's great. Yeah. Um, you know I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. Um, <laughs> so who like like have you have you ever seen an actual big league manager who actually reminds you of him? Like who's that? I don't remember the guy's name in the movie or his acting. Lou, Lou. I want to call him Lou, Lou Dobbs, Barnes. But that maybe can't be right. I think Lou something. Um, I don't Lou something because I I just called him Lou Dobbs like out of the blue, <laughs> and you said Lou something else, so his name must be Lou. Yeah, it's not Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs on CNN. I don't carry on. I don't know that I watch enough baseball to know enough about the managers, but I like him as a crusty old guy that they had to tear him away from the okay. from the tire shop. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Did you just mention that before too? Because I was thinking that same thing. Tire shop guy, the guy in the back, not the guy who runs the counter, but the guy in the back, mm-hmm. who's who's maybe got you know, a couple extra towels on his on his shoulder, maybe got a little bit of grease on his forehead. Yeah, maybe a little bit of chew, like a little bit of dip in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shirts maybe a little untucked, unbuttoned. Yeah, we know those guys. I'm sure we've all seen them, right?
Oh yeah, I have. Sorry, I, I was just nodding, but uh, <laughs> this is but this is a pod. I'm, I'm just really this is a podcast, with... Zachary. We can't see you nodding. <laughs> I know. Yeah, silly. I can see Sean right now, but that wouldn't really help anybody in this situation. No, no, no not at all. Well, yeah. Do do I get to answer that question, or are we moving on? Please, please, Sean. That wasn't really a question. I, I, I we we do uh, we could talk about the fact that it's uh, the opening night of uh, the NBA season, and ne- neither of us, none of us, are actually watching basketball, which is ironic. E is that ironic? I don't know. I I just I feel like I need the world to know that. I like Willie Mays Hayes, and okay, we can move on. Okay, we yeah, can move sorry, on now. Okay, sorry. thank you, thank you. No, no, I didn't mean to leave you out of that. No, no, yeah, you could have just could just popped right in there, Sean. I uh, don't don't let me. Uh, no, it's okay. I got. I mean, I just I just wanted that on record. Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. Hayes. What? I don't. I don't think there's a player in today's game that though sort of can so we can say okay, that's Willie Mays Hayes. You I don't know, think there's that kind of a speed demon. Oddly enough, the guy that reminds Billy me the Hamilton. most of him is uh, the Dodgers manager. That that was like your real life Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. he, he was. A, yeah. He wasn't quite the stolen base specialist that Hayes was, but. Uh yeah, you didn't know him when he was in the minor leagues, though, dude. That's what, and that's where that movie is set. Uh, okay. So, like, I'm talking about minor league Dave Roberts. Uh, Did you grow up uh, watching Roberts as a? <laughs> Ooh, ever seen your single A team? Uh, I can do you one better. My uncle played with them in the Dodgers minor league system, bruh. Okay, well, that's yeah, that's pretty good. All right, yeah. Anyway, um, I didn't know that he played for the Dodgers. I thought he played mostly for the Padres and the Red Sox. That's my memory of of Roberts. Yeah. Uh, maybe they didn't play together. It's unfortunate we don't have Bob Wothy on tonight to talk. He actually he might pop in here. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll tease that and, and maybe uh, save him for later. But he had wanted to talk about Tom Izzo, and I'm really trying to figure out why he would have wanted to talk about Tom Izzo. And I think there might have been some news about him mentioning something in relation to some sort of how he handles suspensions in, in, in college basketball as a head coach. Did either of you read that article that, that, that Bob shared? I, I didn't read it, but I uh, here's my take on Bob, is that he owns like half of the Big Ten teams as his own, including <laughs> Michigan State. So he owns... Purdue. Purdue, Michigan State, Minnesota, which Minnesota. is you know barely a D1 program. Um, I'm sure there's other teams that I'm missing there, but he's always been a... A Sparty fan. I haven't really ever gotten to the bottom of that one either. I think he's a little bit of an Iowa guy. I don't know why. I can't quite figure that one out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you would need to be an Iowa guy. Yeah. But there's a little. He has a little bit of Iowa in him. Like I think he secretly wishes. Like he, uh, you know, was was either born in Iowa City or maybe went to college there. Like if if maybe if Minnesota didn't work out since he um, he started at Purdue uh, didn't work out there and then went to Minnesota. Maybe if that wouldn't have worked out, he might have gone on to Iowa City. But he. He ended up staying in in the uh, land of lakes there. So cool. yeah, I don't know, but that uh, the article though uh, was interesting with Izzo because it was uh, basically him how he's such a great stand up guy and and if there isn't you know the kind of guy that Bob likes, Tom Izzo I guess is really that guy. He's really a all American coach. Uh, well, I was gonna go back to the Big Ten um, love with with Bob, and I think we just need to be honest that. Bob is vain enough that he likes whatever team looks good when he wears their hat. 
Michigan State, <laughs> Purdue. Michigan State, <laughs> Purdue. You know, like which which hat do you think do you think is his favorite though? Do you think is this, is it the Spartan? I mean, hat? I've known Bob since um, he was in first grade, and I was in second grade when we moved from from Florida up to Wisconsin. And as far as long as I can remember, Bob has always perpetually worn a baseball hat in some some type of team. And I picture a Michigan State hat, probably a Cal, a Cal hat for sure. Well, you just went Pacific Twelve there. I know. As, as we, I know, but I. But definitely the Sparty hat and um, and the Cal one. I'm sure he'll he'll chime in later and can correct us or let us know there. But I think he came out of the womb with a baseball hat on. What's the latest with with Jimmy Butler? Have we have we have we uh, has the season started yet? I guess that's going to be tomorrow for the for the Wolves. And is he going to be on the? Wow, Rich Hill just threw a bunch of stuff everywhere. Wow, there's like candy all over the. Oh man. What? He's upset. Oh, is it Halloween? There's candy all over the, the uh, Dodgers, but it, it looks like it. Like the, well, no, no, it looks more like someone hit a, pina- a pinata. It's like they had candy there. Are they, what, let's look at that candy. It looks like Laffy Taffy. <coughs> um, oh. What other candies are there? Nice. I'm just getting this on delay. I feel bad because Sean is like 30 seconds behind. No, I'm seeing kicks the thing. Nice. Yeah, I see a lot of Laffy Taffy. Yeah. And... Maybe now Nowlanders? No. I'm thinking of oh, those packs up on the bench. You probably had some runs packets. There could have been a now and later, But, yeah, I'm with you, Ed. There was something that was, like, cylindrical that probably had a few, like, three or four <laughs> circular pieces in it. But I don't know what candy that would have been. <laughs> I want to know, guys, how much basketball are we going to talk tonight? <laughs> I'm... I like talking about Jimmy Butler, but I don't really know what his status is. I haven't followed it. I don't like – it hasn't been a priority for me to, like, look at news well, today. I, I did look at it, I think, yesterday, and I think it's the same where he's still, like, in limbo. And I think it's I, – like, I, I think I've been talking about this, and, and I think I tried I tried tweeting this. No one's uh, – hasn't had a lot of social interaction from the, the world, but but there's been some, uh, you know, some tweets, and, and we've talked about it, how I think it would be really kind of funny if he played – some portion of the season under this insane trade talk where he's just demanding trades and he just wants out of, of, of Minnesota. He really wants to go to Miami, apparently. Uh-oh. I don't really understand that one. There's, there's talk that Pat Riley apparently needs, needs a star player for some reason. So I mean, I think. So I saw that Butler basically said that he's happy to be the villain this season, even amongst his fans, like in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I mean, what a great story that's going to be. So, so that's interesting. Um, I did. This is not my take, but I uh, I heard somebody else say this that it's interesting that Jimmy Butler wants to go. To, you know, is is all about winning and and winning a championship. He wants to go to Miami, um, which I'm not sure how much of an opportunity that's yeah. gonna that's gonna provide him. Um, I did see Tom Thibodeau try to. My oldest son Henry woke up and had a hard time getting back to sleep, so maybe you'll maybe you'll yeah. catch that on the pod. I did ask him before I let him go to bed who his favorite basketball player was, and he said that guy from Milwaukee, which either is Giannis or Della Vadova, probably 
I think it's Giannis. <laughs> that guy from Milwaukee. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> There's John Henson. I mean, he's he's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Poor John Henson. Yeah. No consideration. Uh, Sean, is the reason why you don't really follow the NBA is it because the Golden State is you know that they're going to win is it's just not worth your your attention is that is that pretty much sum it up for you? Um, you know what I mean that's actually probably surprisingly on point. I would say that I stopped following the NBA when Durant left uh, Oklahoma City. Um, fully like two years ago. Yeah, I mean that's when I fully pulled the plug. I mean it was pretty sporadic then but yeah because i don't know i kind of just enjoyed rooting for kevin durant but not as much as i don't enjoy steph curry and i was just like yeah i'm just gonna cut my losses and walk away cut your cut yeah, your sense. losses what losses is that is that a thing is that what you do with your losses what do you, i'm gonna write it off that's what i meant I think that makes sense. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. Just uh, until before it gets out of hand, you're just gonna, you're gonna stop, stop while you're ahead or not as far behind. Yeah, I'm gonna know when to fold them. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. I did see. Uh, I'm just trying to regurgitate some things that I saw on Twitter today. Um, I think I was starting with a thought on Tom Thibodeau where he tried to defend um, his team by saying that they were in the top seven or 10 in defensive efficiency with starters, but 30th, I believe in, uh, from their bench, which means that he's going to have his starters play even more minutes. I'm sure, which they're going to love. I'm sure Jimmy Butler would be one of those that would really love to be out there playing. Here's a question that I have. Okay. So what is going to happen when Jimmy Butler wants to come out and Thibodeau wants him in there and uh, he just goes to the bench. Will he just not start <laughs> in the next game? Like, what What happens there? What's the protocol for that? I'll let Sean take this one. I think he can give us the best one. Uh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I fully understand the situation, but I think um, Jimmy Butler is more important than the coach. Uh, that's my opinion. So... I think he'll end up winning out. I think classically that's what you see happening in situations, right? The star player usually usually trumps the coach in the long run. Like they win that battle, I feel like most of the time. I don't know. Do what do you think, Ed? Is that do you I, think that's a fair assessment? I mean, I'm just picturing like a free throw or something and Butler just walking off the court and taking a seat without a sub coming in for him. <laughs> well, I mean, you're gonna have to put a sub in. Like, that's a, I mean, that's like that's like saying your move, Tom. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> You gonna? <laughs> I mean, he's got him. Can we walk through that example again, Ed. You, you're saying that he's just gonna pull himself out of a free I mean, throw. Like, you can't. That's like a technical foul. You can't. I mean, do that. yeah. I, I think Jim, I think Butler will do it. He's embracing the villain role, right? I mean, like he's. I don't know what you know what a common time would be to come out, but let's say he's pushing. I don't know over 40 minutes and they're down in a game and he just is like, you know what? I need to rest and I'm just gonna go as a free throw. I'm gonna go sit down right now and see. Uh, See what Tom does here to put somebody in for me, but I know I'm coming out. I'd like to see that happen. Yeah, sports needs more of that kind of stuff. It's like Odell Beckham walking off with uh, 10 seconds left before halftime with his offense still on the field. 
Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think I think Beckham's fine. I don't I don't really see any problem there. He's he's just doing. What's the point of staying on the field? What's and I think if Butler wants to, I guess walk off the court. I'm still confused. Uh, I'll, I won't press the issue on this one, but he's at the free throw line yeah. and pulling himself out of no, the game no, no, like he's, while he's no, shooting free like throws. Like somebody else is shooting free throws. He's there, you know, in the lane, oh, and he's just like, okay. you know what? Like I'm a, I'm out. We're okay. at a stoppage here. I'll just get some, let somebody else come in if he picks somebody to come in for me. Roger that. <laughs> standard, standard substitution. He just subs himself out. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think, I think guys, are, guys already do that. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see it happen, though, without you know, there being somebody ready to come in. You, you get okay. a guy like, okay. kind of frantically like, getting off the bench and taking off his, like, his shooting shirt. And, his pants. You know, yeah. Probably some hijinks ensue. So I'm here for it. Speaking of pants, uh, I, 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 uh, let's let's go to little Gordon Hayward. Hayward uh, news. He's apparently <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, yeah, Gordon Hayward. He's he's apparently uh, his shot form. He's and I know you're really gonna love this, Eddie, because I know you haven't heard about this because I've been following uh, Gordon Hayward Twitter. Gordon Hayward Twitter. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, you know he's he's missed the whole season. I think as part of his off season um, rehab, he's he's. He's uh, quickened up his his jump shot, like his shooting motion. It's faster. It's quicker. Mm. I don't know, you know, as you Ed, as a as a, a well known mid range jump shooter, can you give us some insight? As do you think that that's a good idea? I mean, I think I'm thinking of like, you know, some type of a quicker release. Certainly, it keeps the shot blockers from having some time to to wind up and and get at your shot there. I'm thinking of like a like an NFL equivalent, like a Drew Brees as a quarterback getting that release off. It's harder to to time any defense to it, so I'm I'm all for it. I, can, I have to imagine that it's better to have a quicker release than a longer release, right? What can we think of some of the longer releases in NBA history? I'm thinking my, the shot that immediately comes to mind. Larry Bird. Did he ever? Did he have a really long like long nah. release? Nah, Bird was like lightning, dude. I have to think like Sam Perkins immediately comes to mind. Bill Cartwright. Yeah, I'm trying to. I used to know some example that long, flowy jump shot. I mean, it's like old, old school because you can't get away with that shit now. You got to be quick. I mean, they're all quick. But. I like the Sam Perkins cock behind the head, you know, shot. We had a guy yeah. in high school that some yeah. of our listeners will know who pri- prided himself on shooting like Sam Perkins, which in <laughs> uh, hindsight probably wasn't something to be proud of. That. Yeah. No, I yeah, love it. Everyone wants to hear your Wisconsin <laughs> high school basketball story. Like, like, anyways, so, like, so uh, Bill Bill Cartwright. I mean, remember that guy? Am I, am I going back too far? No, I don't think so. I I can't remember the great Bill Cartwright and his and his jump shot. So so Bill Cartwright would take his shot. Like if you you'll you'll YouTube this maybe while I'm talking, he would start the ball like around his like. YouTube might still be down. I don't know. Lower hip, yeah. He starts the ball at his lower hip, swings it up top like in a really <laughs> awkward motion way over his head, and then like flicks. It's the most awkward motion I think I've ever seen in my life. And I, I mean, he's not, he was never a good shooter. He was a, a center, you know, for the Bulls. Yeah. So if he's shooting the, the basketball, the, your, your offensive play has been broken down, and he's like your last. Uh, I'm not even sure what his value was. He wasn't necessarily a quick guy. He must have been one of those bruisers uh, slash space takers uh, you know paint paint mongers as as they call them i'm watching a youtube video called the top 10 weirdest jump shots number 10 marcus marcus <laughs> can 
Yeah, I think that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, let's let's keep going here. What else we got? Uh, number nine, Jamal Wilkes. Zach, that's your era. I see Kurt Rambis on the team. I don't remember Wilkes to be honest. What year was? Looks like the eighties. Anthony Mason, uh, rest in peace. Oh, okay. Mason Mason had a pretty strange shot. He was more of an all wrist, all uh, or all uh, yeah, all wrist. Uh, number seven, Kevin Martin. Sure. That is weird. Kevin Martin. Okay, sure. I didn't know he was retired. Yeah, I think he retired within the last two. Two years. Reggie Miller, number six. Yeah, I'd say he had a strange motion. That left hand really comes over the ball there. I mean, I guess Lonzo Ball's going to come right up because he's got a, a pretty goofy I motion. mean, Noah's number five. Yeah. That's easy. Joke him, Noah. Number four, Michael Adams. Did not know who that guy is. Oh, a, a, yeah, he was a short Nuggets. Dude. Oh, wow. From, <laughs> it looked like a... Yeah, that was, was a that was a one-handed jump shot. Number number three, Bill Cartwright. Oh wow, Zach. Yeah, that is an amazing shot. Can we link? Can we? Well, I don't want to. Yeah, I was gonna say, can we link to this for our for our listeners as they click on the pod? I don't really know because I'm pretty sure if you're listening, you probably can just type it in yourself. Sean, Bill Cartwright. Sean Marion, number two. Number one, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Huh. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that is weird. Doesn't he need a little more of a body of work to get that accolade? Isn't it a little yeah, early in his career to give him like the a, number one yeah. spot? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a little premature. That's a good that's a good call though on Cartwright, Zach. That's number three on the list. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, this list must have been made before Lonzo Ball was in the league because his his jump shot is obviously goofy. But I mean, where where do we really stand on this? Are we do we thinking that that Hayward's speeding of a shot really is going to make a difference? I think it's I think it's silly. Like I don't think it's. I think it's just noise. We'll see. We'll see how it uh, how it plays out. I guess we'll see. I mean, yeah, it's noise. I think you're. I think it's just something to talk about, like something to say. Like, yeah, I mean, like a speeding up your jump shot. Like, I mean, you could come back and say, like, well, I worked on making more jump shots, but I don't know. I guess you sound more technical if you say I worked on speeding it up. Like, whatever. Yeah. Can I update us on the Rick Pitino Twitter account? That's what we're here for. Um, Pitino update. Give us give us the news. Well, first of all, I'd like everyone to know that Rick and his son his son his son in law Ryan Barnett finished birdie birdie to lead them to the win in the Winged Foot Member Guest Tournament. You know what? I was lying. I totally knew that that he he actually was posting about his. Apparently it must have been a best ball tournament with his the summer. Looks ball. like it. Um, and they won apparently. If, I mean, if you want them. a bad joke about Patino that I won't bring up on this podcast anymore because I think you've tired of the jokes, but please go to at bball purist and you'll find the great material there. Um, yesterday, Patino posted, "Have a case of the Mondays Patuitos while Garfield dreams of lasagna to get over his." You can cure yours by remembering that my new podcast drops tomorrow. What a... That was yesterday, so the new pod dropped today. What a today tease. Then? Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. Has it been... It's dropped. He hasn't posted it yet, so it's... It's dropped. It's almost... Oh, it has dropped. I'm okay. excited to share this first episode with you all as I reminisce with Billy Donovan about our days with the PC Friars men's basketball, linking to the Twitter account. It's so big that it has two parts, you guys. That is... 
quality podcast producing that we could really learn from. I agree. We really need to hire more professional producers for this uh, for this uh, operation. Can we come up with a name for our listeners, like he has for Petuitos for his Twitter followers? You can do whatever you want, Ed. Let's 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 hear your ideas. Um, let me let me think about it. I'll come up with it for the next uh, for the next episode. Okay. Cart before the horse, there, buddy. All right, maybe next week. Yeah, I don't know if you can come up with, with a better name than Petuitos. That's that checks a lot of boxes. It's it's funny. It's original. It, it's it's catchy. I don't know if we can top that one, but I'm interested in hearing your efforts after uh, you give it a couple days worth of. Thought. I wanna. I guess I dispute Patino when he came up with that logo for Petuitos. That I picture that as more as like a snack, like a Cheeto, rather than a cereal, which is what he had. Petuitos. 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 I mean, I guess it's his account. I'm not sure what to call. Yeah, I'm not sure what to call it either. Honestly, that's I. Uh, I don't know. Petuitos. It's just kind of. It's just. It's. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's. It's. It's catchy. It's. It's funny and it's original. Yeah. Zach, can we take this moment? But is it a cereal or is it a? What's that? I was going to ask if we could take this moment to just um, to debut our um, our two or three minute um, long form. That, uh, that was prepared? Oh, yeah. Let's let it rip. Wake up. Shake off the remnants of sleep by putting your feet on the cold floor. It's not yet dawn, but you have work to do. The most important thing you will do all day. You seek sustenance. An apple, banana, maybe even bread with peanut butter. Water, Gatorade, whatever you want. Maybe not beer. That's for later. If you're lucky. First, hard work. It's still early, but you don't mind. You hardly realize you've already started driving to your sacred place, your temple, your sanctuary. Turn on the lights. Maybe turn on the heat. If you feel a little chilled, but not too much, okay? The heating bill can be outrageous. In fact, you've been told before to turn on the heat only if necessary by Mr. Reynolds, who can be pretty cranky. You take a deep breath. You put down your keys, your phone, and you focus. You lace up your shoes. Put on your knee brace because you hurt yourself playing in your rec league when Daryl ran over you as you were taking a charge. Some pains are worth it when you're a competitor. Close your eyes. You don't need them yet. Breathe in. Smell the pine wood. Feel the crisp morning air rush into your lungs. Listen to the old radiator kick in because you're actually feeling cold. It don't care what Mr. Reynolds says. Are you ready? There's nobody here but you, and that alone should energize you. Daryl isn't here. He's probably still sleeping where you could be. You are your fiercest competitor, your arch rival, your nemesis. You are your own enemy, your fear, your laziness, your self-doubt. Are you ready to face it today? Are you ready to face yourself? Then open your eyes and begin. Daryl is waiting. Great. Sean bounced out of here. Oh no, Sean's there. I see him. He's he's got. Uh, he's just walked away. Apparently, <laughs> he's he's had it. All I see is a blank wall. Maybe a coat off to the side <laughs> <Yes>. there. <laughs> Maybe some type of parka.
What do you do at uh, let's say this Brewer series goes seven games? What do you do for game seven? What's your what's your game plan? I mean, do you go back? I think you got to end with like a bullpen game. If you, I don't know what the days off between. I imagine if you're going, if you're in Milwaukee, the final two games that it's a back to back. actually asking though was what you're gonna personally be like doing are you gonna like maybe smoke some some pork <laughs> in honor of the game um maybe uh, have people over from your cul-de-sac we have a pot that's lock. a good you know that's a good call probably if i did anything i'd get some beer brats going um yeah, yeah. i think i think beer brats are a necessity i i haven't made those in a while beer brats i've got some good new glaris beer that um that my mom brought back when she came back from Wisconsin. So the only thing I'd be missing is some like some fried cheese curds. Then I'd be all set. Yeah, one of my buddies from high school was was just uh, in in Madison, and he was he was enjoying some beer. I think some of that new new Glarus. It's pretty good stuff. I've only had it a couple times in my life. They don't sell it here. Only in Wisconsin. Right. Sean, did you get ice cream? Nope. I got <laughs> I got spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hell of a snack to get starving. at 11:30. I was stuck. Yeah, I was starving. I didn't really have dinner. I went hiking. I had a little spaghetti earlier, but turns out wasn't cutting it. You know what I mean? What kind of sauce on it? Is it like a special Marinara. sauce? Marinara. Marinara. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like vodka yeah, sauce. Yeah, I had some, um, what's that? It's like uh, orangey, like you mix some shit. Like, no, you can get it at the store. It's like a, I don't think, I'm sure there's no alcohol content, but it's vodka sauce. It is like, it is orangish, but Emily doesn't like to eat it, which means I haven't had it in a long time. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was cooked, this had some kind of sausage cooked in it, um, apparently. But, you know, can't win them all. Um, what do you think about all these NBA players now? They're all saying they're going vegan, but they look like fucking WWE wrestlers. What's with that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't understand. <laughs> well, LeBron LeBron's, uh, on, on, was on some diet once where he, he, he dropped a bunch of weight. I mean, I feel like that these guys should be pretty, pretty uh, you know, slim, given that they run up and down a basketball court for a living. I, I don't. It was. It always kind of like. I guess he was a vegetarian, but it was like Prince Fielder being, what like five eleven, two hundred sixty pounds, but being a vegetarian. I mean, cows are vegetarians too. <laughs> it's true. Zach, what'd you have for dinner tonight? I really haven't eaten. I guess you could say I had some of my, my daughter's macaroni and cheese. Damn. I don't think that really counts. fucking warrior yeah. over here. Zach, you're usually I mean, the guy that has a good dinner, too. 
Like it's surprising that you're not taking me? care. Of, yeah. Well, it's difficult. I don't usually go all out when when it's just me and the, me and the, the the two year old. It's hard to to make anything. I made uh, I made some some chicken and and some like like teriyaki rice the other day, which was pretty good, but nothing nothing really special. I picture you making a gourmet smash burger just for yourself after Lane goes down. Yeah, I, I mean, if it were. <laughs> If the game wasn't on, maybe I just I you know if we were we, you know we weren't doing this too many podcasts. Yeah, do, do a podcast. Yeah. Too way too many way too many podcasts. Yeah, I've I've really um, gonna have to start I think shilling for an advertiser at this point because it's gonna start really taking up too much of my time here. But hey, just as soon as I get a hold of that smart basketball account, we'll start taking off. Mm-hmm. Sponsored by Smash yeah, Burgers. <laughs> right. Still, still gonna have to give you some. I think we need to talk to the board of, board of directors on that one, Ed. So we'll we'll, we'll get back to you next Let's week. Give it another week. All right. All right. All right. Zach, what's the score of the Brewers game where you are? One one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just saw Pui get that foul ball. Pretty, pretty, yes. <laughs> and riveting. <He's> still there, <laughs> still on the TV right now. So none of you guys watch Game of Thrones, but what's his name? Turner, the ginger with the huge beard, looks like a character from that show. Yeah, he looks like the um, guy from the North. There you the go, leader guy. You yeah. watch Game of Thrones? I watched like the first before I stopped watching TV. I watched them all. Zach, that Zach's going to stop recording this and just sign off if we start talking about it, which means we should continue talking about it. The character's name oh, is Tormund. I'm okay with this. Tormund Giants Bane is what his what the character's name is. And wow, I would have never guessed that. His like sister was the one that was getting banged by the leader guy that died and came back to life. Uh, I or is that not true? They're not. Yeah, I could see why they'd be brothers and sisters because they're both gingers, but they're not related. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I think he was trying to get with her, too, or something. There was something going on there. I don't know if we have any redheads that listen to our podcast, but um, my I have a story to tell, which is that my cousin Zoe is godmother to my youngest son, Isaac, who has strawberry blonde, possibly reddish hair, and we asked if he was going to be a ginger, and Zoe, without missing a beat, continues to look at him smiling and saying, no, he has a soul. Wow, how old is she? She's she's twenty um twenty five or twenty six. Okay. You've asked me this before, Sean. She's dating somebody. No, no, <laughs> no. That doesn't matter. First of all, it doesn't matter. Second of all, <laughs> not not for a, <laughs> not for all. a coxman like you. I mean, dude, I'm, no, I mean, I think really if you're over 25 and there's not a ring on it, it's just a fair game. I mean, it's, you know, be a man. If, you, if you're trying to lock that shit down, it'd be locked down already. You know what I mean? I mean. Sean, we've, we've already discussed that your fate is to get married to a 60-year-old widower. Yeah, if, there, if anyone's listening out there, if you have any wealthy. <laughs> Jesus, I just described my mom, by the way. So, no, no. <laughs> Oh god! Why is everyone in the hangout trying to set me up with their mom? 
We could. Uh, I think we need to pay someone to. Uh, I guess it would be Twitter in this case. Pay Twitter to to promote our uh, a tweet <laughs> featuring this this episode. And we could. I think uh, to Ed's point from last time, we could target the demographics as uh, women over fifty five, yeah. and and we'll see what kind of feedback this gets for Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected turn for the pod where it becomes a dating service for Sean. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm okay with that. I'm good with that too. Yeah, I can I can I can work with Whatever that. Whatever I can do to help. Just as long as it's not my mother. <laughs> it's like anybody. <laughs> I guess. Well she's single though, right? I mean she's She is single, yep. I mean I know I know she's a widower and I mean I it's not Best situation for everybody, but somehow Ed would end up feeling like he was financially responsible for me. And that's what he's trying to avoid. He's like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" Ed, you gonna get my breakfast here or what?